welcome to the Upside Down Podcast. This is Ash. This is Tori. And guys, it's 1985, or it will be when we watch Stranger oh, Things Season so 3. Excited. So let's start off this episode by saying, let's do a golf clap. Start clapping for me. What? Start clapping. Noah Schnapp accepts Woo! the award yes. oh, for most stopped. frightened performance on the 2018 MTV Music Awards. And guys... MTV Movie Awards. Whatever. You guys know <laughs> I don't know names. The 2018 MTV Awards. Copyright. And the most frightened performance goes to Noah Schnapp, Stranger Oh my god. Hi, Zendaya. Okay. Um, I don't even know how to put into words how grateful I am to be up here. Playing Will in season two has been one of the most challenging and thrilling experiences of my life. And to take home an award for that experience has made this moment something I'll never forget. <laughs> to all the fans, thank you so, so, so much. Without you, I wouldn't be standing here right now. I hope I continue to inspire you every single day to not give up and to follow your dreams. Because this right here is proof that anything is possible. Love you. Thank you. It's amazing. We're so that we we couldn't even believe it. That's when he all won. we talk about. We're like, Noah got snubbed, and it's like finally he got it. His speech was so cute, where he was like, "Hi, Zendaya." I know, yeah. and people tried to make it creepy, like he no, was like, he's it cute. was like fourteen year old, and I was like thirteen year old. Noah snap hits on twenty one year old. Yeah, and it was like, no, he just has a little crush on, and he's just being sweet. It was so cute. Calm down, grown ups. Yeah, I loved it. And also, we should mention that Millie already has four. She won two thousand seventeen oh and two thousand eighteen's best actor in a show. She also won. 2017 Best Hero and 2018 Best Kiss with Finn, I guess. I don't know. I didn't watch that part because I was like, Millie's gonna win. When she was nominated, I was like, she's got it. But Noah, what will happen to him? And he won and we were really excited for him. So Noah, we know you don't listen to our podcast. (laughs) But congratulations. I feel like he would. I feel like he should be on the podcast. I feel like he would too. He'd be so fun. He interacts with fans so much. He like enters group chats and stuff. I saw like a couple weeks ago, some fans started posting on on his feed. They were like, Noah, be on this podcast. It was like 16 of you, but we still were like, that's cool. Thank you. Keep it going. Let's make it 17. So some other fun news that we have is Tori, well, I guess me. I was watching a movie trailer for this movie called Summer of 84, and it looks so good. It's it's very Stranger Things-esque. It's a group of, and Stand By Me and It. It's like a group of kids, and they're living in a neighborhood. I think their slogan is something like, everyone has a neighbor, even a serial killer, or something like that. I don't know. Guys, I don't know. But it looked really good, and I was watching it, and I was like, oh my god, this movie looks amazing. And Josh was like, oh, I know that guy. And I was like, you know what guy? And he was like, yeah, that's Caleb. And I was like, you know one of the kids? So we are pleased to announce, guys, that we're going to be talking to Caleb Emery. He's an actor who plays Dale Woody Woodworth in the movie. And it's just kind of a cool crossover because that movie is obviously an homage to 80s movies. And it's very, I mean, when I watched it, it was just like very Stranger Things. but Very a little, similar to it. But a little bit more hardcore Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, So we're excited to talk to Emery. That's going to be fun. Look him up on IMBD. He's been in a lot of shows. So Caleb Emery, we're looking forward to talking to you. Go. You're going to get caught either by Mackie or your dad. I know I'm right about it. That doesn't prove anything. Are you with me? I don't want anything bad to happen to you. We're trying to save people. Yeah, well, you're not. Guys in the station are going to love this. (laughs) Just let it go. Sorry again that you're uh, grounded. Let's see if I can get you out of this house. No hard feelings. Everything. All 
also news we are finally on stitcher we've been trying for a year to get on it and it was so difficult i don't know why we couldn't get on there but stitcher is a podcast player that's right under itunes so if you listen via stitcher please go on there and leave us some reviews because right now we have no reviews and we're not trending on any page (laughs) because we just got listed but a lot of you requested it and you also requested spotify which i did go in and fill out an application for spotify but But it's difficult yeah and it's pending so we don't know but we got stitcher up for you so i hope somebody listens to it because a lot of people were asking us to do that and then our third news announcement is our Erica and Dustin shirts are up in our store, in the Tee Public store. It's, they're so cute. Please go get one. Yeah, they're and really cool. Always the, what's our Tee Public? So it's teepublic.com slash stores, the dash upside dash down dash podcast. And there's always sales. I feel like every single time I look at our Tee Public page, it's like, you can get 25% off today. There's like always some sort of sale that you can get. So it's like... Yeah, it's like our shirts range, when they go on a big sale, it's like the t-shirts are just $14, or if they're full price, they're 20 bucks. so they're not super expensive. Yeah. Our sweatshirts are really cute, and if you're like, oh, I want something, but I just don't have any money, the stickers are $2. You can buy our stickers in every range, and we don't really make any money off this. We just think that they're cool, and, you know, we for just Priya- We you guys in them. It's awesome. Yeah, for Erica, we just think it would be cool if Priya wore the shirts, and just so you guys know, we talked to Priya about the shirts. She's not allowed to, like, share the post or anything on Instagram because Stranger Things or Netflix is very like it, ha- it needs to be promotional about you I guess at this stage in filming yeah so we totally get that but she saw the shirt and she loves the shirt she was like what a cool design this looks so awesome because it kind of refers back to our podcast episode that we had with her and if you haven't heard it go back and listen to it because she is adorable but yeah so that's our news and we are moving on we went ahead and opened the floor to questions because Tori and I were kind of like what are we going to talk about on this episode and so our first question is from Caitlin Lehigh she says I want to hear about the process of auditioning for the roles and just stuff along those lines. I'll let Tori say some stuff and then I'll come back to it. Do you want to say anything? Um, listen to our podcast with Brooke. Basically like the main thing because we are not extras. <laughs> so I would say that listen to our our episode Extra Extra with Brooke Ranson. She was an extra. She was also a stand-in. And go ahead and listen to our interview with Audrey Hope who is Millie's age. She's 14. Maybe she's 15 now. I don't know. Hi, Audrey. I'm sorry. <laughs> she was an extra at the snowball dance. So she, she did a YouTube video that really went in depth on like what her particular process was. I know some of you like when I heard that when I saw this question I was like oh man we answer this question all the time but then I was like you know what some people probably dip in like midway through they don't go through all of our podcasts and that's probably for the best because yeah, our early our ones first, like, five podcasts sound like they were taken on a toaster <laughs> they're so embarrassing they're so embarrassing my people at work are always like I'm listening to your podcast I'm like dear lord please start from like episode 10 don't start at the beginning and they're like oh we're listening But thank you, Caitlin, that question. And we know you. Hi, Caitlin. So good luck with that. And I guess I can tell you that, you know, a general knowledge around actors within Atlanta is that casting tailor-made, we've said this before, but they tend to do all of the extras casting. And it's generally just, you know, if you follow their social media accounts, they'll make a post that says, we're looking for extras to be in this or that or whatever. And they're not looking for professional, at least to our knowledge, they're not looking for professional actors when they need extras because they want you to send them a cell phone picture of what you look like at that moment. They don't want anything airbrushed. So, you know, I think if you live locally in Atlanta or you live within an hour's drive and you're like I want to be an extra go follow casting Taylor made just be ready because sometimes they do it within 24 hours notice and I think that if you live out of state it's probably just not gonna happen for you but again go listen to that episode with Brooke and Audrey and that'll give you some that'll that'll give you some really good tips they've got some great stories 
Next, a wall star says, I would love to hear more about set design, inspiration, all the work they did with the lights, tunnels, etc. So we don't, we haven't been lucky enough to talk to anyone from set design. And we also actually haven't reached out to anybody because we weren't really sure who that was, but we are going to be trying. But in the meantime, I wanted to refer you to an article on Deadline called Stranger Things Creators Cast and Crew on Building Out Singular Visual Universe with Season 2. That is by, who's that by? I thought I wrote it down. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't write it down. But that's a really great article. And one of the quotes in it that I thought was interesting is the set designer Chris Twilio was talking about it. And he says, we discussed all of the classics that are very obvious, your Goonies and your Spielberg films. Then it got really exciting for me when we started talking about Clute, Silkwood, and those other darker, a little bit grittier American movies. When I was listening to that, I was like, Clute? What is that? that It's K-L-U-T-E. It's like a movie with Jane Fonda from the 70s. I know what Silkwood is because I've heard that a lot in like film classes. And that's the the movie that Winona Ryder Ryder, Ryder wanted to base her hair off of in season one. Yeah. So there's a movie you guys can go watch to hold some time. Clute with Jane Fonda. I've never heard of that. Then they continue saying, setting out to create season two with an aesthetic template in place, the Duffers and their team were looking to broaden the scope of their world. From the very beginning, of season two, we were discussing the shadow monster and all of these big supernatural elements, Trulio says. It definitely got bigger. There was a little more spectacle. The danger got a little bit broader and scarier. So that Deadline story also has an exclusive video clip on it called Stranger Things Spotlight the Look Netflix. It's really cool. Like if so, just Google Deadline's um, article on Stranger Things. It's pretty new. It just came out and there's a whole video that the cast and the crew talk about being on the sets for season two and what the inspiration was and how the Duffers are just like so inspired by their team that they don't even, they're like, we just kind of let them go to work and then we walk on the sets and we're like, yep, this is what we wanted. (laughs) So it's a really great video. We appreciate that question and you know, we want to talk to anybody so we'll start looking into people from set design and see if they'll come and talk to us I think right now it's really hard for us to get interviews because they're filming and they're all on lockdown so I'm hoping that these inquiries like I'm sending out maybe in like a month or two or three months someone will just randomly pop in for example we got the contact info press info for Tim Ives which many of you know is the DP for Stranger Things he also is the DP for girls and just like a million other beautiful things and we've asked him to be on the show did he get it I don't know, but... We will find out maybe possibly sometime in the next five years. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? I heard a rumor that he's into stuff like this and he seems like a cool guy. So, you know, we'll see. Fingers crossed. Okay, next question. Ashton Lewis 3, hello Ashton, you are new to our podcast, says, I want to hear you guys talk about the new characters for season three. So I looked some of the information up just so that I could remember, but the first new character that I'll go into is Carrie Ells, who plays Mayor Klein. You know him, right? Yeah. He is from The Princess Bride, if anybody hasn't watched it. I think that's the AKA most. one of Ashley's favorite movies, or at least she used to show when to I was like a kid, all the time when I was little. As you wish. When I was a kid, like I love that movie. What's funny is that. Does it hold up? I don't know. Well, what's funny is that they use that picture of Carrie whenever he's going to a con. And, he, you know, in that movie, he's like this young, a 25-year-old guy. And like now he's like, you know, he's a, he's a man in his 50s who takes good care of himself. But people are like, whoa, what happened to him? And it's like, life. Time? Life. Yeah, it's been, like, people were confused. Like, Nobody's gonna look the same after, like, 30 years. Well, also, I was like, it's the same guy. That that movie is, like, I think it just celebrated either its 25th or its 30th anniversary, yeah. so it's been a hot minute, but. It's like when Pee-wee's, uh, whatever the new movie, Pee-wee's new movie came out, and everyone was like, what happened oh, to Paul yeah. Rubens? It's like, um, it's been, like, 
30 years. <laughs> yeah, those movies were in the 80s, and now <laughs> it is not the 80s. Oh, and also, you remember him? He was on Psych. He was like... Oh, my God! Yeah, that oh, was him. yeah, okay. I remember that. <laughs> anyway, Netflix says, Klein is described as handsome, slick, and sleazy. He'll be a classic 80s political stereotype valuing his public image over the people he's supposed to govern. So he'll probably be... I feel like he's going to be a fun character. Yeah. And we've Maybe got, he'll be the villain. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be a villain. Like, yeah. Or I think he's going to... He'll be one of those people that thinks he's a villain, but then ends up getting eaten by the Demogorgon yeah. or like something. Then next we have Jake Busey. He's going to be playing Bruce. According to Netflix, he'll play a reporter for the Hawkins Post with questionable morals and a sick sense of humor. And I think that... Jake Busey, um, that name sounds familiar. Jake, well, it's Gary Busey's son. Oh, yep. Okay, there And a lot of people know him from Starship Troopers, but I would recommend going to watch... I mean, Starship Troopers isn't... It, is. <laughs> it was like a good movie for its time. It's about these people on a different planet that are fighting like bugs because they're taking over the world. It was a good movie. It's a good book. I think it's a book. I'm pretty sure. But I would recommend instead watching his movie, The Frighteners. I think that movie is from 1996. It stars Michael J. Fox. It's kind of like a horror comedy and it's, he's in it and he's straight creepy. But I remember watching that when I was like, like little and I was just, I loved it. I watch it all the time. I think it's brutal. I think there's some like murders yeah there's murders and stranger things but i think but i think like that's a good i think i think those are two good movies you could watch has been desensitized (laughs) nobody cares anymore and i mean i watched it when i was a kid and i thought it was really good so i feel like i feel like you guys go watch it go watch it so star starship troopers or the frighteners but really the Frighteners. <laughs> Next, we have Maya Hawk. It just says for her alternative girl. And so I'm wondering if they're trying to do, like, I'm wondering if her name starts with a B, but people don't want to, like, say her name starts with a B. Oh. Or I'm wondering if maybe she is the daughter to the reporter, Bruce, or yeah. if she's the daughter of Mayor Klein. Because yeah. it because it says... Oh, that'd be cool if it was, like, a twist where it was, like, you find out, like, halfway through the season that she's, like, the mayor's daughter. Yeah, because I... it's, like, a hundred nineties movies, whatever. Yeah, because it might be that she has a name and maybe I just didn't see it online, but it said Alternative Girl Everywhere, and it said, she's bored with her mundane day job, she seeks excitement in her life, and gets more than she bargained for when she uncovers a dark secret in Hawkins, Indiana. So I feel like she's got blonde hair and blue eyes. Well, her hair's, like, dirty, light brown. So she could be the daughter of either of those two characters. Yeah. But there has to be a reason that they haven't released even her first name. Like, what's her name? Why can't yeah. we know Alternative Bar. Girl? <laughs> <laughs> and then we know about this character. I think we mentioned her before. Francesca Real. She's going to be playing Heather. She's a lifeguard at the community pool. That's all it says. If I had to guess, I would guess she's friends with, like, See? Billy. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean, if you look at her just as an actress, she looks older. Not old, but she looks like she could be one of the kids' age. Like, not like Dustin and them, but like Steve and them, yeah. So I feel like not a lot is told about her, but we know that she's involved in some way. And then, of course, someone who's being kind of heralded as a new character, but we all already have seen her and love her, is Priya! Deadline says, in season three, Lucas's strong-willed little sister returns. Only this time with an army of friends. That's my movie voice. Erica finds herself on a wild mission to save Hawkins from a dangerous and unexpected threat. And I'm here for it. I know we've said this before, but Priya. Yes. Yeah. Priya. More girls that, are, that aren't that are 11. I want, I like the idea that she doesn't have any superpowers. It's like the only other girl that, I mean, like there's Nancy, but she's like an adult. But Priya's what? Like she's in like 10, 11? Yeah. And I think they're going to have Nancy and Jonathan doing stuff with like, I feel like they're going to be political because they both graduated, right? Or no, Steve yeah, graduated. Steve, they're yeah. seniors in high school. Yeah. So they'll probably have part-time jobs. I feel like, Nan- I think we said this before, oh, but I feel I'm like. I'm still so mad that Nancy and Jonathan are together. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Uh, 
Not that I want Nancy to be with Steve, but that I don't want her to be with Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Ugh. I'm over it. I'm over it. But oh, I feel God. like they're going to be doing something like with the campaign or I don't know. But I love the idea of Priya or little Erica just being like, like a Demogorgon or a Demodog or whatever is evil comes up to her and she's just like, oh no. Like she's not even, like she's not scared. She's not even having it. I feel like she'll just walk head on and take on whatever it is. So I'm so excited for that because you know that's going to be really funny. And then Noah did that interview like a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago where he was like, he revealed that Erica was going to have a really big role this season with some friends. So that's exciting. They're also making such a huge deal about online that he revealed at StrangerCon that the family dog had died. And it was like, I thought that was just known because we didn't see him at all in season two. Whose family dog? The Byers. Do you remember in season one, the little, the white dog that was there? Oh, yeah. He wasn't at That's all. That did not, I would I not know. think of that. He was in like an episode. I guess in Stranger Con, he said like, yeah, you'll even see a headstone for him. But it was like, I just assumed, I mean, dogs pass away when they're like, you know, seven, eight, nine. I just yeah. assumed like the family not dog. Our dogs. Or maybe Joyce was like, look, I'm having some trouble with my son who's been to the Underrealm. I need like some, you know, who knows? Yeah. Maybe he's with the family friend but it was all over the papers it was like noah reveals major cast member is dead i was like major Major cast cast Okay, take it down. Not that we're downing this actor dog. Sorry. Yeah, and we love dogs, guys. We got a lot of dogs, but yeah, it was just funny. Another thing that I thought was interesting in the Deadline article that I was reading that was telling us about like the new characters is they said that Billy was going to have a much bigger role in season three. And it said Billy was supposed to have a much bigger role in season two. Matt Duffer told Vulture, we ended up having so many characters. It ended up in a way more teed up for season three than anything. There was this whole teen supernatural storyline that just got booted because it was just too cluttered you know a lot of that's just getting kicked into season three so that's kind of interesting I'm curious what that's gonna be yeah I wonder if like Maya's character alternative girl is gonna like if she's older if she'll be with Billy and or if she's gonna be with Steve she'll probably be with Steve (laughs) alternative girl could be me but you know it'd be cool if it was like if Maya was with Steve or whatever her name is alternative girl is with Steve and then Billy had like his new girl if that Francesca lifeguard lady was oh, like yeah. his girlfriend and there was like this little because you know they need some kind of like conflict going on there could be some funny moments in there with those four yeah and then I don't know we'll find out <laughs> yeah we don't know we have no idea but we're excited just like you guys then the last one is from sue 26991 she says I recently just discovered your podcast and I've been binge listening to past episodes first of all thank you so much she says I love it you could maybe do in-depth character discussions deeper insight of pivotal episodes or explore themes such as love and trust so thank you for that she sent that because we were curious what could we possibly do for like these remaining episodes while they're filming without telling you guys what we see because we don't want to do any kind of spoilers at all and I think that's a good idea like maybe we can have an episode called 11. I still want to do my X-Men 134 episode which I never got to do two years ago. <laughs> Guys are you ready to talk about Stranger Things season one? Shut up. <laughs> I think that's cool. It's the, the the way that it parallels season one is ridiculous. Yeah it does. Well we could do that and we could also do what Sue's suggesting where we have like an episode called 11 and maybe we just go through every episode. It would take us a bit but we go through every episode and just focus on 11 or you know I think we talked about one time just doing an episode about Nancy about how she's always like asshole asshole asshole. Mm-hmm. We could just focus on like the funny quirks that each character has that would take us like a long time but I think that we could do it next up we are in 1985 guys we know for a fact that that is when Stranger Things is going to take place I'm so dumb I was about to ask what your thriller came out but that was in the season two trailer never mind (laughs) 
<laughs> so dumb. Well, we know they're going to be, we know it's going to be the summer. So we know there's going to be like fun things happening, like maybe beach parties or pool parties or like who knows. But I wanted to list some things that are happening in 1985 to see if maybe these things make an appearance. So one of the big things in 1985 was the live aid concerts that happened in July 1985. Yeah. So I feel like we're going to get a picture of like Ted and Mrs. Wheeler just sitting around watching like we are the world, like sitting there watching yeah. that. If you guys don't know what that is, Google it. But it's basically all these pop stars from around the world gathered. And it was like a concert to raise funds. And it, it I mean, everyone that was anyone in the, in the 1985 time was in this video. You can watch it. This video is still live. So yeah. I feel like that's something that they would watch. Another thing that's pretty funny is in 1985, Coke tried to like rebrand itself. And it made something called New, New Coke. Coke. And it was basically sweeter. And people hated it. They made a lot of money trying to bring back old Coke. But I think it's funny because I think that that could be something too. Like maybe Ted is like, this new Coke's delicious yeah. <laughs> or like something. I feel like that could make an appearance. Also, it, since we have, you know, Bruce at the Hawkins Post, a comic strip that debuted in 1985 was Calvin and Hobbes. So oh, I feel like if Jonathan's a photographer, oh, maybe Jonathan will be working at the paper as a photographer. I think we oh, th- thought that cute. before. Yeah. I was thinking maybe if he's- And an- Nancy's a writer. <gasps> Aww. Aww. I hate them together. <laughs> But I feel like that comic strip could make an appearance like in the side of the paper. And so many movies came out in 1985. Right. Another thing that came out in 1985 that I feel like should definitely make an appearance is the Nintendo Entertainment System, NES. It was released in North America in 1985 and Super Mario Brothers also came out. Oh, yeah. So if those kids aren't playing it or waiting in line overnight at some store to get the new Nintendo NES, I feel like that's just something that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. The main songs were Rock Me Amadeus take on me which we said oh, oh yeah rock me yamadeus yeah i was trying to remember how it goes <laughs> rock me yamadeus <laughs> i forgot like my brain i was like i don't know how it goes after that but take on me and then like a virgin i think take on me is definitely gonna be in there because it's just such a good song yeah uh on tv the golden girls debuted which i don't know if that's gonna be... guys the golden girls maybe is good mom will be watching it or something i was thinking what that too <laughs> maybe maybe like the moms would watch it maybe mrs wheeler would watch it and think it was funny because they always say it's kind of like the desperate housewives but for like older ladies and the guy who made desperate housewives um mark cherry i don't know why i know this he, <laughs> he was a writer on that show i kind of like the golden girls guys i well, think it's a real funny she kind of likes the golden girls she has all the box sets come on thank you for you have all the pop i do love golden girls i think it's great and also thundercats and i feel like if those oh, kids aren't watching thundercats if erica isn't watching thundercats playing with some chitara Yes. Uh, and some snarf. Something's Snarf. wrong. Something's wrong with the world. And then we mentioned this on another podcast, but the movies, of course, Back to the Future, we 135 million percent know that they're going to yeah. make a reference to that. They have to. Goonies and The Breakfast Club were the other big movies. The big toys were Cabbage Patch Kids, which were like babies that were born from like cabbage. <laughs> I don't know. Cabbage Patch Kids are disgusting. They're looking. so weird. They're so weird. But I feel like maybe Erica might have a Cabbage Patch Kid. Uh, Transformers and robot toys were really big. There was a thing called pillow people, which were like these pillows. Yeah, it's like it was like pillows that were kind of like characters and girls would take them to slumber parties. Yeah, and girls would take them to like slumber parties and stuff. Maybe boys did too. I don't know. Pogo Ball, G.I. Joe, of course, Atari, of course. Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin was this weird bear that like before they had real like animatronic toys, they had Teddy Ruxpin and he had like a tape player, like a tape player deck in his chest. And you could purchase like different sayings like that were pre-recorded that the bear would be like, hello, and I love you. to like put it in. I don't think I ever saw a Teddy Ruxpin or knew anyone who had one. Rainbow Bright, of course, and Care Bears, of course. Um, Teen Wolf came out in 1985. 
Yeah, and Teen Wolf. I mean, one of I our on one of our last podcasts, we listed like all the movies, but it was just like movie after movie after movie came yeah. out. It was like Rambo and the Color Weird Purple Science. and Weird Science and The Breakfast Club, and it was just like everything. But I think for this movie, for them, I think it's going to be Back to the Future. Yeah. If I if I had to put money down oh, on they it, they could do the Breakfast Club. I mean, like they could also do Goonies. I know nobody wants to see Halloween again, but if they, I they can't. But if they did bring back Halloween, them as the Goonies or the Breakfast Club would be so cute. Yeah, I was trying to think. So if it's happening in July or if it's the summer, then it's going to be June, July, and August. So you kind of have to think like what would be happening in that time. So they won't be in school. So, like <laughs> so they won't be in school. They're probably oh, at the good. end of the snowball dance, right? They were like graduating middle school, I think. So they'll probably be in. Oh, the, they won't be in school so there's no need for us to drive by Hawkins yeah they'll probably be well there might be school scenes like towards the end if it's like starting the new year or they're like getting ready for school to start and then that's where the season ends yeah but I feel like it'll be a lot of them like talking about preparation for high school and high school girls and and what I'm just I mean I don't know like that's what it feels like so they'll be like are they going in no they're going to eighth grade right I thought that they graduated middle school, so I thought they were going in. Yeah, I thought they were. I don't know. Well, Well, now they don't. I don't know. I think they're going into high school because now we've got Erica. So Erica can have her middle school friends, and those will be the ones hanging out with Mr. Clark, right? Yeah. So we'll Well, still. Erica's got to be in like fifth grade. Well, Erica in real life is like 12. I thought she was 11. Well, still. Like 10. I don't know. I think they're. I I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, because usually the big snowball dance is like a culmination of like. I don't know. I think, I don't know. Who knows? I think that they're going into high school, but I think that the summer is going to be them just like hanging out, doing stuff, going swimming. What do people do in the summer? Going to movies, going to eat. Fourth of July. Yeah, Fourth of July party. That makes sense. Like fireworks, a nice fireworks scene. I read in an article that Mike and Eleven are still dating and Lucas and Max are still dating. But they said it's funny because they're like, you know, they're still dating and they're really into each other. But like they're 14. So like, so like, what does that mean for 14 year olds? Their parents take them to the movies. That's it. That's all you do when you're dating at 14. I think it'll be nice to see all the kids together in a way that's not like, like in season two, the kids weren't really together that much. They were all kind of separated out doing their own adventures and season one Will disappeared and season two Will's always sick so it'll be fun to see them actually hanging out with Will where he's like a normal kid in a nice environment and he's or just chilling will he be well yeah because Sean Levy said yeah, he I didn't want to like they were like we're giving Will a break yeah. but yeah I think a lot of those things are going to show up in season three if I had to guess we don't want to make any predictions just yet because we can save that for like two months from now since Stranger Things is not coming out until 2019 <laughs> that's the rumor that's the rumor and also, they haven't, I haven't seen them around filming a lot. Like, you do, but it's, like, intermittently. So that is our answers to your questions. Thank you for sending those in. And if you guys have any ideas for shows, please send them to us. Know that we're continually reaching out to people and trying to get interviews. But it is what it is. We get what we get, and we're just we're just trying. Help us get those fans. We're back at 10-9, guys. We're back at 10-9. That's ridiculous. 10-9 forever. Oh um, <laughs> we'll be going to a con pretty soon. We're going to be hoping to meet Sean Astin, and Corey Ells is going to be there, which you guys know is Bob, Bob Forever, and then Mayor Klein in season three. That'll be fun. Will I ask them to be on our podcast? You know no. that we will. Will. Why? Yes. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't Scary. I? I'd be like, hi, Sean, I'm leaving. I'll probably just write a letter and hand it to them. And then if they read it, they read it. And if they don't, they don't. But it's, I feel like, oh, having Sean on the I don't want to be one of those. Podcast, we already know that he's super nice because of stuff. Yeah, I feel like he would do it. Yeah. But I also don't want to be one of those people if there's an extremely long line that's like, oh my God, your movies mean so much to me. And let me just talk to you for 15 minutes, even though there's a million people in this line waiting to see you. Yeah. So I feel like if I just wrote a succinct card and I was like, hi, we're like massive fans of yours. Here's us in our Goonies family Halloween picture 
picture. Guys, we were the Goonies in our Halloween family picture. I think that he would, I think he would be into it. So we're going to try that. And oh, then. We did the Goonies? Yeah, we were the Goonies. Remember, Who Kilby was Sloth. You were Mikey. What? I was Chunk. When, <laughs> <laughs> when was this? It was I'm like it was like four years ago because Kobe, okay. like Kobe's yeah. baby, and Bella was a uh, Bella. Oh, wh- who was oh, the who was the brother with the muscles? And then Josh was Data. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Josh is too tall to be Data. <laughs> it was good stuff, guys, and I feel like. It will endear us to Sean Astin. Yeah. So we're going to try for that. And also, we wanted to say again, thanks for all the love. We got a really cool intro, or I don't know what it was. It's a plug from some people that like Stranger Things also. And I'm going to play it for you now because it's really nice. Also, there are some other great Stranger Things podcasts out there that are still putting out new content. Now, a lot of them recorded eight podcast episodes for season one and then nine podcast episodes for season two and have been lying dormant since then. But one podcast in particular that I listen to, and you should listen to, is the Upside Down Podcast. It's run by the sisters Ash and Tori, who actually live around the Atlanta area. They started a podcast just out of love for the show, but they ended up becoming friends with like every single one of the local Atlanta actors. So the thing that the Upside Down podcast brings that none of the others do is these one-on-one personal interviews with a ton of the people who were there on the ground making Stranger Things. All the big media channels want to get 30-second interviews with Millie Bobby Brown and ask her for season 3 spoilers, which she can't give them. Duh, why do they even ask her? Ugh. But nobody thinks to talk to Catherine Dyer, who played Agent Connie Fraser, hashtag justice for Benny, or little Priya Ferguson, who is now going to be one of the big stars for next season, or the actress Brooke Ranson, who was a stand-in for several of the kids during filming, which means she has a ton of stories about what they and everyone else are like behind the scenes. Every single person that worked on Stranger Things has a little piece of the bigger story that we won't hear from anywhere else. And I swear that Ash and Tori are friends with every single one of the local Atlanta cast and crew. I don't know how they do it. Super friendly people. So, listen to that podcast. They're still coming out with new interviews all the time. And that's just one more reason why I feel like the wait for season three won't be that bad. There's so much great stuff to come. Thank you so much, Whitney Brothers. That's You guys are really big supporters of just like fandom and Stranger Things and us. And that's a really beautiful plug that you made for us. And we appreciate it. Thank you. We really do. I know we say that a lot, but thank you. And I guess we will see you guys in two weeks. You know what we say. We say stay strange. Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com, as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every Monday, so be sure to subscribe to us. We're available on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and Pocket Casts.